mercies. New mercies I see every day. Every day. We're so excited about you being here with us this morning. And uh, come on and stand with me as we read the Word of God. And then I'm going to share. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We've got three to be baptized this morning. Amen. Yeah, can we give, give God praise for the increase? Hallelujah. Reading from the book of Jeremiah, and you heard it read, uh, beginning with in chapter 17, verses nine, 7 through 9. The word says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spreads out her roots by the river and, not, and shall not see when heat comes, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of the drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. And the ninth verse says it this way. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Praise God. Just for a little while, rooted and trusting. Rooted and trusting. Father, we thank you. We bless you in this house. We thank you for your mercies and your grace. We thank you for another opportunity to share your word. We thank you for another opportunity to see your word change someone's life. For, Father, whenever we speak your word, things happen. Changes are made, God. And so we bless you in this place, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, somebody say amen. 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 You may be seated. Amen. You have to pray for me this morning, getting used to this mic, preaching with this mic. Amen. I talk with my hands. I do a lot of talking with my hands, so... Just have to be careful that I don't throw, <laughs> that I don't throw the mic at someone. If I hit you, I really didn't mean it. Charge it to my head and not to my heart. Bless the Lord. The Bible says that there are times and seasons that we have to go through, amen. In fact, Ecclesiastes says that to everything, there is a season. Somebody say season. In fact, there's a time for every purpose under the, under the heaven. Amen. Somebody say purpose. So it's necessary for each of us to go through seasons of our lives. Amen. And, and, and we're going, we go through the seasons of our lives in order that we can meet our purpose. Amen. Can I tell you that without going through seasons, you really can't know what your purpose is. Amen. And, and, and God in his infinite wisdom, gives us heed of this fact. God lets us know, amen. In fact, he demonstrates to us over and over again that there are seasons that I'm taking you through. Anybody been through some seasons in their lives? But the problem is that uh, if we are not careful, we can miss the signs and come out of the season too soon, or we can stay in the season too long. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But God is a good God, and he has a way of reminding us that a season 
is changing for us. Now, I'm entering a new season of my life, and, and, I, and I need to tell you that I'm going through different, <laughs> different periods of emotions and feelings as we go through this thing. And some days I'm up, some days I'm a little down, but I recognize that this is a season that God has taken me through. And in order for me to fulfill my purpose, it's necessary for me to go through a season. Tell your neighbor that it's necessary. Amen. And there, there, are, there is a season of purpose for everyone in here. There is a season in your life for the purpose that God has called you to. Amen. But I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I have served and continue to serve a God who loves me without reservation. No matter where I am in my season, no matter how many I miss it or mess up in that season, I serve a God and we serve a God who loves us and is going to see us through without reservation. Anybody know what I talk about? As I enter into my new season, one of the things that God has been allowing me to do is to meet with some young pastors uh, to encourage them and to pray with them and to share some of the things that I've learned. And let me share that God has not taken me through 44 years of this for me to just go home and sit down. Amen. But there's a season. And so one of the things I want to do that everything that God has poured in me, I want to be able to give it back out. Amen. How many of you want to die empty? I do. I want to die with everything in me used up so that when God says, well done, amen, I know that it's well done, amen. So our desire has to be, God, everything that you give me, everything that you take me through, everything that happens to me, let me use it for your glory so that when I die, I'm empty. Are you hearing me this morning? And so I, I, I love to pray with them, and I love to share with them, and sometimes they ask me questions. And can I tell you, you would be amazed at the things that God has taken you through that you don't realize are beneficial for someone else. But that if you put yourself in a position where God can use you, amen, you would be surprised that everything that you've gone through, that God has brought you through, there is somebody that needs to know about the God that brought you through. So you don't need to be ashamed to tell where you come from. Because you said, ain't where you started, it's where you end up. Are you hearing me this morning? So one of the factors, one of the pastors, in fact, all of them are trying to secure a, a permanent location for the congregation. Most of them are meeting in uh, hotels or they're meeting in schools. And so they're all trying to find a place to meet. But last week, and I, I got and received, and I think several of you did, a notification that 14 and 16 Brooks Avenue were up for sale. That it's up for sale at this time. And so I called one of the pastors who I knew was really looking, and I called him and, and told him about it. And he asked me, could I go with him to visit the place and to see about it? 
And we went to see the church, and as we walked through that building, as I walked through that building, there were so many memories that flooded my mind while I was there. And so I began to tell them about 14 Brooks Avenue, and some of the things that had occurred there, I, I said to them, I got married right here. My reception was over there. Uh, someone was delivered here, amen. Uh, the pulpit would used to be turned this way so we could see everybody. And I began to just talk, and as the realtor was showing them the physical things, I began to simply share the spiritual things that God had done in that place. I thought, you know, the fact that there, there was a, there's no, no baptism pool there now. It's all covered over because the church that was there just sprinkled. They didn't baptize. So they were thinking they were going to have to baptize to uh, draw a baptism pool. But I said, no, no, no. If you just open up the floor right there, there's a pool. There's a pool there. We know because God showed us that there was no other place in the building that we could have cut in to do that but right there. We serve a God that drew us and carried us through so many things that were going on there. Listen, God even allowed me while I was there to see some of the events that had gone on, and I could remember who sat in one seat, what seat, as the things were going on. And so for me, it was a time of just memories, of just standing there, of going back. And, 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 and as I stood there, one of the ladies who was with him, who serves in a prophetic ministry, said to me, this must be, for us, this is an excited time. This is exciting for us to see what God can open up for us here. And then she said, but for you, it must be great and comforting to stand here and to see where God has taken you from and what he has opened up for you. And so I realized there was a season for Brooks Avenue. There was a season for what we went through there, but the season is over. The season is over and that God is taking us to a new season, to a new season. You see, see, we serve a God who we can trust to be with us through any and all the seasons of our lives. But in order, and he showed me this, in order for us to do that, we've got to be rooted in our faith and trusting in him. Somebody say rooted. Listen, we are two months from a new decade. Two months from a new decade. A decade is 10 years. We are two months from a new decade. And if you remember, in the book of Daniel, when he was talking about the children of Israel, the boys of Israel, he said they were 10 times smarter, 
ten times more accomplished than any of the others that he brought him up against. That's a ten is a decade. So God is saying to us, ICOG, this is a new decade. We've had ten years, and God is saying that I've brought you further than anybody else in your situation has been. We've got to know as we move into the new decade that we've got to be rooted in him, in him, powerful in him, him in you, and you in him, powerful. That's the keys to the life of an overcomer. If there are churches to overcome, the key to their overcoming is this, you in him and him in you. Prophet Jeremiah in verses 5 and 6 says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his arm and whose heart departs from the Lord. I believe that the things that God has for us, your purpose, will be accomplishing by trusting not in man, not in your own power, not in your own knowledge, but in him. But in him. Listen, in his love and concern for us, verse 7, God says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Blessed are you if you put your trust and your hope in the Lord. We can't depend on anything else but the Lord. Nobody else is going to be able to carry you where you need to go but the Lord. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? The Bible says that if we trust in him, if we are rooted in him, when the heat comes, when the situations in your life get rough, when things get bad in your life, it says it will not bother you. You can stand in the face of everything that you're going through knowing that the same God who brought you through 10 decades is going to carry you even more. The, the Bible says no matter how rough things get, if you trust in the Lord, you're going to look like you're making it. Are you hearing me? No matter what goes on, if you trust in the Lord, hallelujah, folks are going to ask you how you going through what you're going through and still look like what you look like. He said in the word, you always be green. You always be bearing fruit at all times. There's always going to be something good coming out of you that somebody else needs. Says that we need to be rooted. What's, what's rooted mean, Pastor? I look at a couple of verses in Ephesians 3 and 17, it says that Christ may dwell in you, in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. In the Greek, the word rooted means to render firm, 
amen, to fix, to establish, to cause a purpose, a person or a thing to be thoroughly grounded. If you trust in the Lord, hallelujah, the Bible says that you will be grounded in everything that happens in your life, amen. You may blow back and forward, things may come you, rock you, but the Bible says you will be grounded, that's what the word says, and if you trust in the Lord, you can stand and go through it. Tell somebody I'm rooted. Grounded means to lay the foundation, resting on and in Christ. Amen. So if you establish with Christ, if you spend time with Christ, if your trust is in Christ, the Bible says that you're rooted, that you're rooted, that you're rooted and you're built up that you're able to go through whatever you're going through or whatever you're going through because God is going to be with you. The word trust means to have confidence in, to place your security with, to be safe with. How is it that we put so much trust in others? It's because we do that because of what we see. But as a child of God, here's where it comes with us. As a child of God, we walk by faith and not by sight. And the Bible says that when we walk by faith, we activate our faith in God by faith. Amen. I don't see how he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. I just know that he's going to do it. I just know that he's going to do it. As you're walking with the Lord, that's the assurance that you have. I don't know how you're going to make things meet, God. I don't know how we're going to get through this next month. Of it, but God, I'm trusting in you. I ain't calling nobody and asking for a loan, Pastor, but until you tell me to, God. In the meantime, I'm going to trust in you that you're going to open a door. That you're going to open the door. When you trust in man, you use your head. But when you trust in the Lord, you use your heart. Are you hearing me? You, you see, you can in every season, hear me this, in every season, you can trust him. He's the one who made us. The Bible says it is he who made us. And not we ourselves. Can I tell you that? Everything about you, God made. When you can't explain why you're acting like you're doing or where you're going, God does because he made you. No matter what you're going through, how you're struggling, there's not a barrier. There's not a barrier. There's not a thing that can hinder God from pouring out his blessings on you. He's God. Jesus is God's son. He's the sinner's savior. He's the center of peace of all civilization. I'm trying to tell you, church, that you can trust him. It, this is the great thing about God. He doesn't have to call for help. You can't confuse him. He doesn't need you. <laughs> 
and he doesn't need me. <laughs> he just stands alone in the solitude of himself. The God that we serve, the Jesus that we serve, is able to stand by himself to take care of anything and everything that's going on. He don't need no help from you. I'm trying to tell you that you can trust him. All of the things that you're looking for, he can satisfy all your needs. And that's a double meaning. He can satisfy all your needs, but he can satisfy all your needs. Isn't, isn't that amazing? And the great thing about God is he can do it all at the same time. His blessing you don't stop him from blessing me at the same time. So ain't no need to get jealous when you see God blessing somebody else. Because in the same time that he's blessing somebody else, you're being blessed. You just are looking so much at the other ones, you can't see what God is doing for you. I'm trying to tell you, you can trust him. You can trust him. Listen. If you're weak, he'll give you strength. If you're tempted and tried, he's available. That's the great thing about God. When I'm tempted to go into sin, he's available to help me go through it. And here's the great thing about it. When he sees me struggling, or you struggling, he don't get mad. He sympathizes with us and uses his Holy Spirit to guide us and to bring him out. So I'm trying to tell you that you, as you're moving to your new season, that you can trust him. He's a key to knowledge. He's the leader. Listen, he's the leader of the legislators. Are you hearing me? While they're sitting trying to figure it out, God already worked it out. Are you hearing me? So when you're looking at all of this stuff on TV, and all, don't even worry about that. Amen. God has already worked it out, and he said, I will do what's right for you. He's the king of kings, lord of lords. You can trust him. Let me tell you, you can't impeach him. Are you hearing me? You can't impeach him, and he ain't going to resign. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So don't, you can trust him with every situation in your life, every child, every movement, everything that goes on. You can trust him. Nobody before him. They sang this morning, he's what? He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning, the end, first, last, all things. You can trust him. The truth is that we can rely on God in every situation in your life. I just want to encourage you and tell you this morning that times that just don't make any sense in human terms, 
We need to trust in God. Anybody going through something that it just don't make no sense, and you don't see how it's going to come through. You don't see it just don't make no sense in your mind. But that's the time when you have to trust God to know that he sees you, he knows you, he knows what season you're in, but he also knows the purpose for your life. And can I tell you, it won't be over until your purpose is fulfilled. Somebody ought to give God praise for that. So as you're coming in, as we're going into the new decade, don't hold back. Don't hold back anything. Don't hold back nothing. Give everything that you have to God. Every situation, every promotion, every demotion, whatever... Whatever happens to you in this time, give it to God and trust God to bring you out. God, let me tell you something. God has taken me through some impossible situations. Taken me through some things that I didn't know how I was going to get out. And the great thing about it is sometimes I didn't know how I was going to get out. And I look back and God had already brought me out. Anybody ever been there? You waiting for something to happen and you look and it's already, God is already taken care. That's the love that God has for you. That's how much you can trust God. If you're a single mama, God is going to keep you. You didn't become a single mother without God knowing that you were a single mother. Trust in God. It means you can't move. You can't be going this way and that way. Trusting in God, being rooted in God, means that no matter what happens, I'm standing steadfast in him. For us as a church, this is a season. This is a season to be grounded, to be rooted, and to be trusting in God. Pastor, I hear you talking about all that stuff, but give me a reason why I should trust him. Let me give you four of them. Number one, he's conscious of you. That means that he's aware of you and everything that you're going through. In Matthew 6 and 8 says that our heavenly father knows what things we have need of even before we ask. Think of that. Think of the greatness, the love that God has for you that even before you ask what you need, he's conscious of who you are and knows what you have need of. Amen. He knows exactly how much you need in your pocket in order to do that. He's conscious. That's the first reason that you should trust him because he already knows everything about you. Isn't that amazing? We go and say, God, I need to tell you. And God saying, I already know. I already know everything about you. And I already got everything lined up. All I need for you to do is to acknowledge that it's going on. The second thing is that he's concerned about you. 
God is concerned about you, and he is concerned about ICOG. The Bible says what? In 1 Peter 5 and 7, it says, cast, which means to throw, your cares, your anxieties, and your worries on him. Why? Because he cares for you. Tell your neighbor, he cares for you. Listen, whatever concerns you concerns him. So whenever you're faced with problems, with the situations and, and obstacles that seem like you just can't get over them, just throw them on him and he can handle them. Are you hearing me? Number three, he's consistent. He's consistent. That means he's faithful. And you can always trust him to do exactly what he says he's going to do every single time. Are you hearing me? Even if others let you down, amen, amen, and over the 40-some years, I know there have been times when I've let some people down, but even when I let you down, God was faithful and kept you. Are you hearing me? Even when your husband let you down, God kept you. When your wife let you down, God was faithful. When your children let you down, God has been faithful. Hear me, church. When we trust in him, he will be faithful to you. He knows everything about this church, everything that he's promised, and he's going to be faithful to see that it's done. Number four, he's capable. Ephesians 3 and 20 says that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask. And here's the great thing, or even think according to the power that he works in us. Can I tell you, you can't think about the goodness that God has prepared for you. You see, we always undersell. And you see, because most of the things that we think about we want God to do, we can do ourselves. But God is here to do above. That's how much God, that's what rooted trusting in God means. That tells me that there ain't nothing too hard for God. Tell your neighbor there's nothing, there's nothing too hard for God. Listen, even if he chooses not to grant our request, he's still capable of supplying every need. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Even if he denies the request, he is still capable of meeting every need. You see, he knows your need even before you know your need. And some of the things that we're asking him to supply us with, he knows we don't need them. I can shout on that one myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even when he denies our request, he knows our every need. 
even if the bank turns you down, he knows your need. Anything, even if God said, no, this ain't the time, he knows our need. Let me, let me, I, I, I'm going to give an example, then I'm going to get out your way. I'm, uh, December 29th is my last day, my last time, sermon, I'll be here. And so when the new year comes in, Pastor Cyrus and the elders and I have talked, and it has been really decided, and it happens in every church. So it's not nothing new that we're doing, that for the first few months, I will not be available. I'll be out of the way. That's to allow room for our new leader to be in place and to set things in motion as he does without you sliding in the office and asking me about it. And so I am going to be gone. So my wife and I said, well, uh, let's go to someplace warm and we can play some golf. And so one of the ladies here in the church, her brother owns a beard and breakfast. And so we said, well, let's go there. And she said, we'll work out a, they'll work out a deal with you. But it was going to cost us an extraordinary amount to get there. And then we would have had to pay for the place and, 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 and all of that. So I called uh, Pastor Peter the other week to let him know that I was retiring because I didn't want him seeing it on Facebook. Amen. So I called him and I told him, and then I said to him, and the church has asked me, the church has asked me to uh, be out of the way for the first couple of months. And he said, so you're coming to Germany? And so I said, well, no. I, he said, you're coming to Germany. You're coming to Germany. You and your wife are coming. We will put you up for the two months if you want to stay for the two months, we will put you up. The church will take care of you. Amen. And he said, and then maybe we can fly to India, and you can see the other pastors that you've been working with in India. So you see, God, God knows what we have need of even before we ask. Now, let me tell you. The ticket to where I wanted to go was almost twice of what it's going to cost me to go to Europe. Look at God. Look at God. I'm telling you, God knows what you have need of even before you can ask. And if he denies you one place... He's going to supply you in another. When a person su surrenders everything, everything, when he places everything they know, everything they love, and everything they trust, when you put it on the line at the mercy of God, when a person Hear me, when you're willing to trust God with your very life, not trying to control it in any way yourself, watch this. Then God 
marvels at your faith and he rewards your faith. He gives you, that's the kind of faith that can, can move mountains. Hear me. ICOG, we're coming up against some strong things. But our trust has to be in God. We've got to be rooted. You've got to be grounded in your faith. When we're asking you to fast and pray, please don't skimp out on us. Fast, pray. You know, there are a lot of people that are not living the abundant life that God promises us. And that's because they, their faith is still based on who they are and what they can do rather than on Jesus Christ, rather than on God and rather than on the Holy Spirit. So if you're missing a lot of stuff, you find out whether or not your faith and your trust is rooted and grounded in God, or am I depending on myself? Davis, Pumphrey, the rest of ICOG trusted God when we had nothing. Let me tell you, we didn't get here. We didn't get here because we had a lot of money. We got here because we trusted God. We look around and we look at the numbers here and we say there's not many people in the church. But I've asked Wanda if she'll go back because we keep a record and see how many people have been saved under this ministry and how many people that have been saved under this ministry have gone on to lead others to Jesus Christ. Hear me, hear me. There is more than you can number that have come through here and God has saved them and carried them on. Don't be disheartened by these numbers that you see here because when you get to heaven, when you get to heaven, there are going to be people from all over the world who are going to walk up to you and say, you went to ICOG. I know you because your pastor or your, somebody in your congregation led somebody that I know to Jesus Christ. Thank you for what you've done. ICOG, rooted, trusting God. That's the way it's always been. Ain't no new recipes. That's the only way it's going to end. If God has done anything, changed anything in your life since you've been here, can you just stand? Wow. <laughs> Look around you. Look around you. That's the God. That's the God. That's the God. That's the God that we serve. The same thing, nope, even greater things.
that we've done in the past 45 years, in the next decade, I'm believing that you're going to see God do 10 times greater in our midst. I'm believing. Anybody believing with me? Anybody believing with me? Hallelujah. 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 Staying while you're there. My hope is that you're believing and trusting in God. If you can't place all of your faith and all of your trust in God, there's really no access to His power, to His might, to His mercy or his love. The access to every need in your life, every need in the persons that you're connected to is based on your faith and trust in a God that you serve. Tell your neighbor, you're really responsible for me. Hallelujah. Because when I'm weak, you're strong. When I'm weak, you're strong. When you're weak, I'm strong. That's what's carried us. That's what's going to carry you. I have no doubt. I have no doubt that God, if we are rooted and trusting in him, God's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or even think about. Anybody want to see that? Anybody want to see that? Anybody want to see that? God, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in this hour. God, I'm so grateful that you've seen you saw us even before we were in our mother's womb. You know, every situation that we would get ourselves into and everything that we would do. But God, your purpose for our lives will be fulfilled. So we thank you for that. God, I thank you for all those that are here. We pray this morning, God. We pray especially for our pastor that's coming. We pray especially for him, God. We pray that every hellhound, every doubtful spirit, every naysayer that comes in that way. We don't just plead the blood of Jesus, but I heard someone say we apply the blood of Jesus, God, to his life, to this ministry. And the devil has to pass over. We thank you for what you're doing. We bless you, God. We are rooted and we're trusting in you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody give God praise. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm rooted and trusting. I'm rooted and I'm trusting. Bless the Lord. Is there someone this morning who does not know Jesus? You've never confessed him as your Savior and Lord? But you know that the only way to the kingdom 
The only way to God is through Jesus Christ. And I want to confess him and acknowledge him as my Savior and my Lord. Is there someone this morning who would come? Is there someone that's looking for a church home? Come on, son. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Is there someone that's looking for a church home? Do me a favor. This is someone whose life has suddenly been changed and will never be the same again. Can we just give God a praise, a shout, and a praise? Come on. Give God. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Accompany him with rejoicing, with rejoicing. The Bible says that the heavens rejoice over one sinner that repents. Don't let, come on, as it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth. Let's give God praise for the life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. A life has just been saved. Thank you, God. We don't know what the enemy had planned for him once he went through the door, but now the blood of Jesus is applied to his life. Amen. Amen. You see, the enemy should have killed him on the way in because on the way out, he's going out rejoicing in the God of our salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody looking for a church home? Anybody looking for a church home? You're looking for a place to come where you can work out your soul's salvation. Hallelujah. Anybody? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, I came 45 years ago. Hallelujah. And I sure didn't look like I look now and didn't act like I acted now. But God, who was rich in mercy, in mercy and he's still still rich in mercy hallelujah hallelujah well thank you for listening my belief is that what god spoke to you this morning amen it's a seed for some it's a seed for some we just watered for some we just tilled the soil but god will give the increase are you hearing me God will give the increase. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We've got three that are going to be baptized this morning. Can we usher them in with shouts of praise, please? Come on. Hallelujah. 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 You guys going to handle this for me? Hallelujah. Amen. If, you, if there's family and you want to go head up, you can do it. Go head up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yep, you can go ahead on up in the choir loft. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those of you who are seated, you, you will you'll still be able to see very well from where you are. They just want to get close to the loved ones. Bless, bless the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can we please prepare for 
prayer and scripture for baptism. May you stand, please stand if you're able. I'll be reading from Matthew 28, starting at verse 16 from the new IV, NIV version. After all Jesus went through, crucified, his death, burial, and resurrection, he came back and he still gave instructions to the disciples. Okay, here we go right here, verse 16. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed and made appointment with them. And when they saw him, they fell down and worshiped him, but some doubted. Jesus approached and breaking the silence, said to them, all authority, all power and rule in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Go then and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and in the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you all the days, even to the end of the age. Amen? Oh, Heavenly Father, we come today asking for your, your grace and mercy upon us, Lord Father God. We come for the baptism of these candidates, Lord Father God. Lord Father God, you said that any man in Christ Jesus is a new creation. All old things are passed away and all things become new, Lord Father God. So Lord Father God, as this baptism is an illustration of your death, burial, and resurrection, Lord Father God. Lord Father God, bless these candidates, Lord Father God, that go down and come up anew, Lord Father God, that they may not be ashamed of you, that they may be like John the Gospel and say, hey, 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 our Jesus is coming back. Be prepared. We're not ashamed of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> 